0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Construction Influencer Podcast, the podcast where leadership is lived and not just learned. I'm Nicole Miller, your guide on this journey to uncover the most inspiring and transformative leadership stories. Every episode, we dive deep into the hearts and the minds of today's most influential leaders from the boardroom to the battlefield, the classroom to the community. We're here to discover not just what makes a leader, but what makes a legacy. Get ready for unfiltered conversations, behind the scene insights, and personal stories of triumph and adversity. We will explore the pivotal moments that define a leader and the lessons that have propelled them to the forefront of their fields. Join us as we embark on this journey of discovery and inspiration. The last time that you were on the Construction Inferencer podcast, we talked a lot about who you work with, what you do. You know, all of the the good things about Christian's of design that we spoke about. And this time I really want to get into and thin slice your leadership philosophy, how you carry that out, yes. your culture, you know, how you maintain that culture. So we're just gonna get right into it. Okay. And I would love to know from you what your leadership philosophy is.
1: You know, I think probably the two main things are honesty. And positivity, for me, those are two two of the main things. I think also being genuine, being empathetic, and empowering your employees, team, staff, consultants, whoever they may be, just kind of like give you a little background on the on those two first ones, like positivity. In particular, when I started working uh, in the workforce at sixteen, busing tables, cleaning tables at Disneyland. <laughs> I Actually, it, we had this great college and high school age group team that was working, but we had we had they were called leads that basically were in charge of us, the little people that were doing all the work, you know. like and, a team
0: lead type of person.
1: Like a team lead and okay. they weren't much older than us. They were probably yeah. right out of college, that kind of thing. And I liked all the leaders that we had, but one gentleman, his name was Brett Fost, and he's still with Disney. He actually would do something really nice. We would all gather in the dining room at the end of the evening when the restaurant was shut down and he would talk about what we did. He would talk about positive things. He would encourage us all. We would all laugh. We would all kind of, you know, tell a little story about what happened with that night or what went good. And basically, he just was extremely positive all the time, you Uh know, he may have had bad days, but he didn't ever show it. And so I, I really took a lot from that at that age, having somebody that, that could kind of set the pace for just be positive. It changes so much. And I think uh, conversely, being negative can have a really bad effect with your relationship, with your team, with your clients. I remember another instance where we were doing a pro bono project and the gentleman who was part of the team that we would go over to meet with, he just was, you know, he probably had personal things going on or something, but sure, yeah, it was tough. Every time we got there, you could see this black cloud would start before we even went over to meet with this individual and people were in a bad mood. The outcomes of the work was never that great. So I think we have to keep it fun. We got to keep it positive that, you know, definitely. Yeah.
0: yeah. Just the word positivity and that whole conversation about that mindset, right? Because it's a mindset that we create for ourselves. It's either positive or negative. There's so many things that, that we can talk about in terms of positivity, but you mentioned, you know, five or six other adjectives of what your company can look like. Positivity is so interesting because you can be have a positive mindset and like you experienced that carries over to everybody around us right and vice versa just like you said the negative right. energy so years ago there was a gal that i used to work with and she would compare it to like the remember winnie the pooh tigger and eeyore okay right so you surround yourself with the tiggers of the world and the eeyores are going to bring you down and that was a, that the disney example is such a perfect example of that as we know, in business, as leaders, it's not always a positive day, yeah. right? Yes. Like, there's some things that go down yeah. that that c- could potentially, you know, bring that whole energy back down. And knowing that, how do you manage that for yourself? Because you do have a team to impact and influence, and it's not always an awesome day.
1: Yeah, I, I think that you have to be careful with what you allude to, um, even if you're feeling down or there's been something bad, you have to figure out how to process and still be honest with that information. If there's something negative that you need to tell the team, but try to look at it in a positive light and put some positive angle on it that will take the blow off. And, you know, if I'm working with our clients and I've got a team member who sees me frustrated yeah, on a project that it's going to carry over and it's going to carry over to their work. And who knows, we may end up at a meeting with that person. And then maybe that person, it just, you know, they're a little bit put off at that meeting. They're not as vocal or they're more, you know, their attitude is a little different. So I think we have to be careful and we have to obviously approach those negative problems and, and the things that are holding us back and changing us and making us divert and do things differently. But we have to try to still find the positivity out of it. Yeah. You know, that's, it's an easy thing to say. I know it's a lot harder to do. And I also think that there's nothing wrong with taking a moment. If you get, you know, Hey, like I may go do a few push-ups If I'm like really frustrated about something. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I know. But, there's nothing. There's nothing to see, uh, but it's like that helps me. Yes, and and actually, I tell my son the same thing. Turn like that frustration that you can't deal with. Find an outlet for it, right? So maybe that's an immediate solution. Is you can jump on the ground and do a few push-ups, and all of a sudden you're like, okay.
0: Oh, you feel better. Yeah. So there's a thing called toxic positivity. I don't know if you're aware of what that is, but it's like the delusion of always being positive and not acknowledging the negative, right? Like negative, you know, shitty things happen sometimes. Right. And it's like you said, acknowledging those moments and, you know, letting your team see that you're a human being because we all have things that go on. Right. And You know, I have yet to meet a person that is 100% positive all of the time because things happen and we react. But to your point, there's so many ways to be able to shift because things happen and our teams are highly, they can be influenced by our energy very quickly. And so it's just like you said, finding ways to shift out of that quickly so it doesn't, you know, our garbage doesn't get all over the rest of the team, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. And I know I, I mentioned a couple other things. And so like, I think another one outside of the integrity, which I can get to a little more, but empowerment is huge.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I put a star next to that. Okay. So let's talk about that for a minute.
1: And this kind of goes back to my personal experiences. I'm sure all of this does, right? But you know, back in the day, I was working for a large entertainment company They had really catapulted to a very high level and then they started having financial issues. So what ended up happening was we had this amazing team and it started dropping out, you know, like we were losing contracts and we were losing clients. There was just financial issues, but every, you know, we really liked everyone on the team, but unfortunately this was near the end of the company. And I was one of the last eight people with the company. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty tough to go through that. But empowerment, when I speak of that, what happened was in this particular instance, a gentleman named Kurt Honfellner, who was uh, basically like a project lead producer. Um, mm-hmm. He's now working for a museum. And he, we had this project for the International Olympic Committee. And our copywriter... And one of the producers, they were gone. Like there was nobody to do this. So I had always written as, as you know, I, I do write, I love creative writing. And he was like, Eric, we got to finish this up. You know, I was always thinking of myself as what the title was on my business card.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. uh huh.
1: And this was the moment that I felt like, oh, I can be more than what my title is.
0: And I think Ugh. that
1: because what Kurt said to me, he's like, I know you can do this. This isn't really hard. He goes, I've been working with you for a long time. I know you've got a lot of creative ideas. You can handle this. Like, I'll, I'll be here for you if you have questions.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And so I, I worked on that project and he was, wow, you know, that's great. We did a great job. And again, positive reinforcement, I'm sure, helped. But that really opened my mind into not being labeled to what your business card is.
0: It's so powerful. Yeah,
1: Really, really powerful because we put labels on ourselves and people like to categorize what we are. Yes. You know, if you look at my title, I may have a bunch of different things because I don't really know what my true, it's not one thing that I do. And, you know, I'm dealing with business problems uh, one day, and then I'm dealing with creative problems another day, and a problem with running out of ink on the printer. I mean, it's everything, right?
0: Yeah, the title is all of it. Yeah, right.
1: So I think that um, being able to empower people, and I'm, I try to do that with my team. We've got some projects that have started this year, and I've got a team member that I'm going to be walking the sites with more, so they can kind of get more introduction into seeing some of these physical spaces built and we can kind of brainstorm together on what, you know, some of these ideas are. Um, I'm trying to take them along on the ride and empower them so they get growth out of it and they're happy. Yeah. And uh, we continue our relationships and we can expand and do more things. So
0: I love the possibility of, so that, that would fall into the category of what I call of act as if, as if whatever, whatever that thing is that you are desiring to be or achieve, right? Yes. So you, so you're in this titled position of whatever it was and who knows if that's really where you thought you wanted to stay or be, but there is so much power in just taking on the responsibility, the ownership of acting as if you're already something else. Yes. Right.
1: It's
0: so empowering to be able to, like, who needs the title? Like, erase the title. And let's just be, let's bring the gifts and talents to the company that we offer. Yes. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that the more we have an open mind to those opportunities, the more people will see, okay, not only do they have an open mind and they have the creativity and the intelligence to do this, they also... Have the positivity and they are an easy person to work with. And I do believe that everyone who's out there who has a lot of talent, you can be as talented as you want. But if you are so true. Somebody that is hard to work with,
0: it's not gonna work out. Yeah, you know,
1: it's not gonna work. Yeah. Out. So
0: So the things that you talked about was honesty, positivity, being genuine, empowering, which we talked about. Empathy is a really big one that I also want you to touch on because I think oftentimes it's more challenging for individuals in a leadership position to sometimes lead with empathy. So talk to me about your experience in leading with empathy.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've all been through things in our lives that are difficult. And I know with every single one of my team members and myself, especially, you know, my parents are getting older than dealing with that kind of thing. And, you know, we all deal with sick kids. You know, what do you do? You yeah. got to take care of your kids. So we have to be able to be empathetic and flexible to people that have a sick kid. I had a, a team member that had pneumonia last year and and it took them a little while to get better from that. And we all know about what's happened with uh, respiratory illness over the last couple of years. Sure. It's been crazy. So in some ways, maybe that's created more empathy or more of an acceptance of empathy. I feel like people are also more, open to doing remote meetings if you're not feeling 100% like you can sit away on a computer and maybe still contribute yeah but having that understanding if people need to leave town for a funeral you know i will tell you a story really quickly about not having empathy which i had a uh, incident where i had a let's just say a very close family member ended up in the emergency room and I needed to leave the office. This is this was years ago. And the project lead actually asked me if I could finish what I was doing for about another 45 minutes before I went to the hospital. Okay. And I can't do that. Like I have to go to the hospital. Like so I think not everyone is geared with that empathy and.
0: Yeah, no. I think you're you're absolutely right. I think sometimes in in a leadership role, people get so hyper focused on the result of what needs to be achieved. Right. Like yeah. this is what needs to be achieved this week, and we're going to go through hell or high water to make that happen. Which is a great mentality to have, and caring for your people. Right. Because it's about creating a loyal team and people that actually want to be on your team. And if I feel like you don't care about me, guess what? Yeah. I'm not sticking around.
1: Right. Right. And I think that that's, you know, I feel like I've been told that I've always been good at creating teams and, and you know, cultivating those. But you really, you know, the, the adage from marketing is like, you know, once you lose a customer, it costs 10 times as much to get them back. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same with your team members, you know, because you want to grow. They, you know, they know a lot just based on what you've been doing and everyone operates differently. And so you want to make sure that that propels and everyone can evolve to keep contributing and, you know, to the success of the company, to the success of them, which they can instill with their family and their lives and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say that our team—we've been together for a long time, and um, I—I'm very thankful for that because it's rough. It's rough. I mean, sometimes it can take a while to get people up to speed, but once they once they get it, you know, it's really really valuable.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure that they know that you appreciate them. Speaking of your team, we all know that in a leadership position or owner of the company it's important for you to have these characteristics of leadership, right? And to lead your team in the way that you say that your philosophy is. I think the next important step to that is making sure that it's carried out through the entire culture. And so, and so that your team members are also emulating that same type of philosophy that you're leading them with. So for the listeners that may be new to leadership, or maybe they're just stuck in a position with their team right now that they maybe have feel like they've lost some momentum or they feel stuck or whatever the case may be what are a few things that you would be able to share that you have implemented in your company to make sure that your philosophy of leadership is carried out beyond you
1: you know i try to make sure to have face to face discussions whenever possible you know we we do do a lot of remote work but I like to get our team together and I like to have everyone together so we can have like an open dialogue discussion. We did that in December and we were talking about not only how we all were and what things maybe needed to be improved on and, and focused on for the next year, but we had like a whole discussion about AI
0: oh, and how, yes.
1: expecting, how are we going to manage AI in a positive way? Okay. You know, and this became a really great over an hour discussion, specifically just on that topic. So obviously, communication—I mean, everyone says it's important, but it really is important. Also, to be in front of people, be able to listen, uh, and if you're getting frustrated, you know, talk about it. And I—I I have tried to tell, you know, everyone in my life that I deal with is like, just talk about it. If something's bothering you,
0: yes. you know, don't,
1: don't let the wedge get started.
0: It can create such tension, right? You're like, you talked about in the very beginning that one individual at Disney that had like the negative energy of, you know, the aura around him that you could just tell before you even really got to him and he was just, eh. Right. Right. It's always the same thing. Our team members, they can feel exactly wh- what we're feeling. And it just, it brings everybody down to the level, to that level. Yes. Right. So being able to be transparent to an extent, maybe they don't need to know every single detail, right. But to, to be transparent and to keep that communication line open creates trust.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, let's face it, what we do, it should be fun because we're, yeah. cre- we're creating things.
0: Yeah, you're creative.
1: Yeah. There's nothing <laughs> There's nothing that's not fun about creating. Um, yeah. You know, there's obstacles, like you said, but at the end of the day, it's. I find it very exciting. So I, I think yeah. everyone else does as well. And I love that when I get on a phone call or whatever... I can hear the smiling in my team members' voices when they are. That's excited. the best. You know, like they really get excited if I tell them, hey, we're going to be starting on this project. You know, it's like, okay, well, that's what you want.
0: Yeah, exactly. So one last question for you. If, if we were to just call one of your team members right now and I were to ask them, how do you feel about the culture of Christiansen Design? What do you think they would say?
1: Oh, boy. They would say, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, it's, they would say that guy's crazy. No, um, no, I'm, actually that I, you really stumped me right now. I have no idea what they would say. I, can I do a lifeline call or something? Can we like <laughs> dial someone in? And, um, yeah, you got your
0: cell phone?
1: Call yeah. somebody. <laughs> you know, I think that they would say there's a lot of flexibility There's a lot of opportunity and that it's fun. And I I think that if we talk about loyalty, they've been very loyal to me and I respect that. And I hope that they, you know, see the value that they have. We try to do things that are not only social settings and gatherings and, and things that let people on our team know, hey, we're thinking about you you know, that kind of thing. But, um, we also try to do, you know, like financial incentives at certain points during the year when it's possible. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, and I'm actually a person that I feel like the honesty is really important. I, I never saw when it came to a large corporation that maybe was overdoing certain events Uh of things that were just kind of like you know you get done doing some of these big events like one of the companies I worked with would rent out really huge places and throw these elaborate parties which that's great don't get me wrong people had fun but you Mm -hmm. know what people would say to each other and I would hear it it's the money They should have just given us a check for how much that that
0: money yeah yeah well and that brings up like a whole nother topic of discussion, which maybe we can get into another time and I'll let you finish your thought. But that also has to do with when you're a leader, you've got to figure out how your team likes to be motivated, how they like to be acknowledged, all of those things, right? And that's such an important, because I think companies do sometimes, they're not on target with what they're, what what's meaningful to their team members.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I think that it can be, effective to just go out and have a dinner and some drinks at a nice cozy place yeah you don't need to go over the top do a five-star dinner that sort of thing yeah you know and i'm not saying that that's not appreciated
0: sure of course it is but at the end of the day people as humans were looking for connection and when you can keep it intimate like that there's a connection that's built and again that just you're pouring into your team into the stability and the foundation of your team.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And then you can go have an, you can go have a big party some other time too. Right. Maybe right, both.
1: Right. <laughs> for sure.
0: It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, your team is extremely lucky to have you as their leader. Thank you for sharing your philosophy. I know that we talked a little bit about Disney. I've actually heard some other people talk about the philosophy that they've taken away from Disney as well. So you you also had a great place to start your foundation. And I'm sure that your team appreciates you greatly that you're able to bring some of those characteristics of your leadership philosophy into the team. So I thank you so much for sharing with me.
1: Thank you so much again. Anytime you want to talk about other things, just let me know.
0: Yeah. I feel like you and I could talk for a couple of hours. Every time we talk, it seems to, the conversation goes on and on and on and on. And I appreciate being able to call me, call you my friend. So thank Thank you you for you. Absolutely. Hey, make sure that you subscribe to the construction influencer podcast on your favorite podcast platform and never miss an episode of leadership in action. Here's to leading with purpose and inspiring the next generation. Thank you so much for listening and let the journey begin.